Hello, everyone. Welcome to another week of What Would It Cost? Today, we're sitting down with the Executive Vice President of CBRE, Pat Viele, and uh, we're going to talk about everything to do with commercial real estate. We're going to talk about everything to do with how to be a rock star, entrepreneur, amazing dad, and superhero of a husband. Uh, this guy's got a lot going on, and uh, just excited to hop on this with you. Thank you very much, Nick. That was yeah. uh, quite the intro. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, cool. Yeah, so I mean, listen, what I, I really, really respect the space that you're in and, and, and commercial. It has a whole level of sophistication of its own and a lot, a lot of moving parts, you know, yes. to say the least, and very different from the residential side. So yes. I know that there's so many questions I want to ask you, but let, let's start with that, right? Why commercial? How'd you get into that side? Uh, you know, I got into commercial by fluke. I had a brother in the business. I come from three four, four brothers. So I've four kids and I have three brothers obviously. And so one of my brothers was in the business and he had done really well back in 87, 88, 89. And he kind of convinced me and my twin to come into the business and we got into the business and it just so happened that he fell on the commercial side of it and not the residential side. Cause the guy he was talking to that brought him into the business was a commercial agent. So when I went to get my real estate license and thought I was doing this, I thought I was going to be selling houses originally. I didn't know there was a commercial component to it because as a kid at 20 years old or 21 years old, the last thing I knew was commercial real yeah, estate. Yeah. I didn't even know what the word meant. Oh, that's meant. how young you were when you got into it? Yeah. 20, wow. Yeah, I've been okay. doing this for 34 years. Holy smokes, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm nice. F I'm, I'm 45 now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Hey, I, 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 I believe it. <laughs> if somebody does the math watching this, they're going to know that ain't true. <laughs> but anyway, so that's that's how I ended up doing it. It was just by default. And then okay. um, my brothers and I that were in the business at the time, because there was three of us in the business, were smart enough to recognize that, you know, to really be in this business, you've got to be with a bigger firm, somebody that can teach you the ropes on how to grow a commercial business. Mm -hmm. Because most offices that we had seen were geared towards residential. Right. And so that's how we ended up at, that's how I ended up at CBRE with my two brothers there. Right. And right. then from that point on, we just, we stuck it out. I've been there for a very long time. I've been with CB for I was only a year and a half before I joined CB oh, wow. in the business total. So I've been there for 33 years now. Oh, wow. Yeah, very long time. So that's how I got started in it. It is a completely different animal. I was at it for almost five years. And I was ready to hang up my shingle and go sell houses because it was a really tough business. Mm. It's very hard to break into at a young age because if you're 20 or 21 yeah. and... <laughs> And so you're going to be set front and center of a guy who's making a decision to sell or buy an asset that's typically larger than the value of a home. Right. He's not going to put that much trust in a 21-year-old. 100%. Yeah. So it's a, it's a bit of a grind of a business. So there's a yeah. mentoring program that we follow. You start off young. You, you join up with an older guy. You get a lead. You bring the older guy to the table because nobody's really going to trust you to do the deal. That's that's how you start, okay, right? Cool, cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it took, but it took me five years before I really got ramped up and going to do what I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, and to to you know to earn a decent living at it to make to to call it a career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And good for you for sticking it out that long. Too, <laughs> yeah, right? especially at a young age to know that if I could stay in this path and continue. You know, Nick, I had nothing. Out of school, I came out of grade 12. Right. So 
I had no, I had no education. I wasn't, yeah. I didn't go to school to be a lawyer or an accountant. I didn't take a business class, a marketing class that I could fall back on and say, this shit, ain't, this ain't working out. I'm going to go do this. Right. There was no choice. Right. 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 And sometimes, you know, being in a corner creates the best ingenuity, right? Yeah. Going hungry creates the best Absolutely. ingenuity. You yeah. figure it out somehow. You scratch your head and you go, geez. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I want to get married. I want to have a family. Like, what am I doing? I need, yeah. I need to do this. I need to make it happen. And you just, you make it happen. Figure it out. You yeah, figure yeah, it yeah. out. Very cool. Very cool. That's awesome. And I've had the pleasure of working with one of your daughters, which you have three beautiful daughters and Victoria. Thank you. Yeah. Victoria, I've had the pleasure of working with on, on the, the business side with yes. Farah and the ladies touch and, and the movement that they have going on. I've, I've actually hosted them on the same set. I've seen it. Yeah. Yes. And, and like, she's awesome. And I'm not just saying this to, to blow smoke up your ass Thank because you. you're here, but like on an operation standpoint and the way that she understands business, the way that she sees it and how on point she is yeah. and for her age, right? Yes. To be in the position that she's in for the company that she's working for because they're they're making moves and they're growing rapidly and That's right. they're the talk of the town in the, in the industry. Right? That's right. And 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 for her to be the director of operations and in that position. I, I like I've been at lunches with her like offside of set and just asked her like what's going on man you know what i mean like what yes. are they feeding you at home where, where are you getting this from like what's happening right so i'd like to tip my tip my hat to you as, as a father and say thank you, you know, Nick. i can only hope to do such a such a great job with with my kids as, as they grow but you know we awesome. appreciate the accolades um very much and and you know marissa and i have been very tough on the kids i mean i've been a lot at work and she's spent a lot of time with the kids and then you know you come home you try to try to instill in them good values the best that you can yeah but at the end of the day it's really dedication it's really determination it's figuring out how to build a better mousetrap if you really want to get ahead in life and victoria's figuring that out because yeah. she's not been there a very long time to have moved up so quickly yeah. so she's dedicated she was determined she had vision she said you know i want to go and do this thing and i want to do it the best that i can but she's also like that in her personal life right mm -hmm. it's something that once you become that person it follows you 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 know you keep your room clean which she does she keeps her home spectacular it's always in a it's always nice she needs to get something fixed on her car she calls me dad i need you to change my lights okay victoria take it easy man i'm coming over tonight <laughs> yeah, okay yeah, relax yeah. we'll do it saturday like i got no time no 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 i want it done now right, right. that is part of her right it's getting it done, getting it done now. Yeah. And you know, who doesn't like that? You're right. an employer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You want somebody that's got drive. You want somebody that's got spirit and determination. And Victoria has, has a lot of that. Yeah. Actually, you know, Simone has a lot of that too. The third one, she's okay. really, really committed kid. She comes in the kitchen. She's okay, mom, what do I need to do? Like, what do you want me to do? How can I help? Nice. You know? Yeah. And, and that's really, really good. Uh, my eldest one is, um, she works with me at my office Oh, cool! and cool. she's pretty dedicated to what she's doing and nice. she likes what she's doing. But you know, I got three kids, Nick, yeah. you've got a couple of kids. You'll see that they grow up, they grow up with what you instill in them, but yet they become different people. Right. And so somebody wants something that somebody else doesn't want. Doesn't mean that it's not right. It's just a different path. And Victoria might want to conquer the world and be the prime minister of Canada one day. Yeah. Great. Right. My younger one might not want that. She may be content to just be in a different place. Right. Still good kids, still mm -hmm. good values, just a different, you know, different 
needs and wants that they have. Right. Yeah. Which is really what differentiates them. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And I even mean like I'm seeing it now at a younger age, like, whoa, like I've done the same things with you that I've done with you, but yeah, but polar opposite style characters, right? I got a twin yeah. and we are completely, completely different. Okay. Wow. Completely. Yeah, 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 He's yeah. probably way smarter than me because he lives way better than I do because <laughs> he knows how to live. <laughs> right, right. I'm yeah. dedicated to my business, my work. I'm chained to my desk. He's like calling me from Anguilla, come down, and maybe in two weeks. And he's like, I think I'm going to go over yeah, here yeah. now. He figured to it my out. He figured it out. He's got it all figured out. <laughs> yeah, right, he's got right. it all figured out. Nice. So nice. that's how he wants to live his life, and I don't fault him for it. I mean, that's great for him. He's not into needing to do as much as let's say i want to do that's right. cool yeah yeah very cool and you keep in really really good shape and 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 you look a lot younger than what your age is well, I thank did some you rough, rough math when you shot those numbers oh you don't look 55 thank you uh, i would give you the original number and maybe even a little less <laughs> yeah. right so what, what do you do to keep that in shape right what's your diet like your workout routine and listen i probably smoke and drink a little more than i should that's the first thing i'm going to admit to okay, yeah but what i do like to do is watch my diet so my wife is a fantastic, fantastic cook, chef, call nice. her what you will. Yeah. She's not a professional chef, but she could be. Right. So we eat extremely well at home. Yeah. We rarely eat out. We, wear, we rarely order in. Okay. But what I do, Nick, is I usually starve myself during the day right. because when I get home and she's made a meal, I want to eat the plate and the fork too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. that's how I am. I yeah, want to get yeah. home. I got a great meal. I'm going to eat. Yeah. So I try to balance myself that way. Right, right. I don't like cool. to eat a lot during the day. And I find that when it's I... It's almost like like unintentionally fasting. It is. Yeah. Yeah. You okay. know, they came up with this idea about fasting. I got friends of mine. Oh, you got to do a fast. You got to do a fast. Bro, I've been doing this <laughs> for 30, 30 years. years. <laughs> I don't eat when I go, I go to work, I have a coffee and I don't eat. I come home, I eat. I eat dinner. That's hilarious. It yeah. is. Nice. Nice. Hey, that's awesome, man. Well, it's working, right? You Thank you. Thank you. It's, yeah. it's been, as you get older, it's harder to take the weight off, believe me. And you got to watch even more, but yeah, yeah but yeah. we try. Yeah, and and again, tipping my hat to you on the the fact that not only are you kicking some serious ass in in the business space and doing a great job as a father, but it looks like you hold down an awesome relationship with with your wife. I follow you guys on the socials, but then obviously I'm very close with your nephew David, and he he tells me all about it. But that's like that that's really awesome to see, you know. And you're and and later on in your relationship that you're able to be as in love with one another as you were, you know, in the, the honeymoon stages, right? Oh, don't so. worry. Listen, she wants to kill me and I'm going to kill her. <laughs> yeah. David well, that's, just knows how to standard, take good right? pictures. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. No, it's, uh, it's a very good relationship. I, I, I <laughs> love my wife. She would have, I couldn't have asked for a better woman picking her. We were young together. We were 18 when we started seeing each other and we've, you know, we were high school sweethearts and we came through that. Oh, wow. Really? We got married. Yeah. This will be our 30th anniversary in August, but we've actually been together 38 years. Oh, wow. So we've been together a very long time. Okay. But when I saw her, I thought she was the one for me. I think she felt the same way and we've, we made it happen. And like any marriage, you have your ups and downs and yeah. there are days when she probably wants to strangle me. And I know there's days I want to strangle her, but yeah, yeah. I think that that's, you know, that's common for the relationships that you have when you really do love somebody. It can't always be peaches and roses. It's just yeah. not, it's just not reality. Yeah. And absolutely. she gets it and I get that, but we're on the same page. You know, Nick, the most important thing is we had the same goals, dreams, desires, and we had the same 
the same ideology of how to raise a family and the things that we wanted, the things that she wanted and I wanted were the same. We were on the same page. And that really, I think really, really helps yeah. in a marriage because there's already enough complications in, you know, being life. married that yeah. and life that yeah, yeah. you need to be on the same page. So yeah. Aligned from day one. Very yeah. Cool. <laughs> yes. Thank you. And uh, talk, talk, talk to me a little bit about the commercial space and what you're seeing on, on an overall and, and uh, what gets you up in the morning and excited and some of the bigger sales, some of your clients, like it's just, it's, it's, it's a whole different world. Like I said, at the beginning, it is, yeah. it really is a whole different world. I mean, my, my background for the, probably the first 20 years of my business, I was in the industrial business. So okay. every time I run into somebody, it's like, oh my God, I know who you are. I see your sign all the time. You do because I used to be in a lot of industrial business and I worked in the Vaughn market predominantly, which is where I know most of my family and friends. So it's easy for them to know, right. my, see my signs. But, yeah. but the industrial business is really the catalyst to what I did today, what I do today. Because in that business, um, Nick, you start off small, you're leasing small units to guys that are starting businesses or men, lady, women, doesn't matter. Whoever's starting a business or whoever's moving in, into space needs a requirement. And, you know, I did that from the ground up and, you know, you start 2,000, 5,000, 10,000 feet, then you start getting into some bigger deals. Then you start selling some bigger assets. You start leasing bigger product and it became, um, it, it was fun for a long time, but around the 20 year mark that I was doing that business, I got very bored with it. It became the same shtick over and over, which was just, you know, I open the lights to a building, you come into the building, you're the client. And I'm like, okay, Nick, it's 18 foot clear. There's four shipping doors. It's got a hundred amps of service. It's got 5,000 feet of office. It's got three washrooms. You good? I'm good. Okay. That was hard to get me up in the morning anymore. I was really, really tough. Okay. So. I changed my business about 10 years ago and I said, you know, I want to do something that's a little bit more exciting. I've done this. I'm, I'm past the, I don't want to show buildings anymore and open lights. Like I'll do it still. And yeah. there's still lots of money to be made in that industry. Um, but 10 years ago I said, I want to work more on the development stuff and, mm -hmm. and get into some raw land and do some type of development deals where you're dealing with builders and developers, you're underwriting assets in a different way. There's more methodology behind it in terms of numbers, how it works, you know, I'm going to build a condo tower. What am I selling out those numbers at? What's my cost of build? You know, what's my financing on it? As you guys know, mm. probably done some of those deals. And that was really more intriguing to me. Yeah. So 10 years ago, I started going that way and I started following that path and starting to do some of those deals. Yeah. Um, you mentioned deals that we've done. We sold the southwest corner of 404 and Major Mac. That was a very big deal. Oh, wow. It was a 90 acre site that we sold to a big developer who originally it was all slated for high rise, which he's taken it all now to low rise, which is brilliant. Um, and so that's, they're just building the model homes there now in the sales center there. Nice. Now they're going to be coming out shortly. Yeah. Um, we sold the Hilton garden Inn oh, over wow. by uh, highway seven and Edgeley and, okay. uh, and the VMC yeah, 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 that nice. closed last year. That's a big deal. That was 1.4 million square feet of, oh. of residential and hotel space, which traded for about $130 million, Wow, which was a nice deal. And then yeah. we sold green park, uh, five towers beside their existing site called charisma on Jane street. Okay, it was yeah. attached to Vaughn mills. Yeah, holy that was the, um, a big site that 
you know, the sellers were trying to sell for probably four years on their own mm. before they engaged us and our team to take it to market. Right. Um, right. And wow. so we ran a process. And when I say process, our process is to, to, to take that package up all the information, build a data room that people can log into, and then start sending out a teaser flyer by email to all the development groups and builder groups. Say, guys, we have an opportunity. The owners have decided to sell this. They've hired us to do it. If you're interested, sign a CA or an NDA. We're going to get you into a data room and you can see all the information. And okay. in that data room is geotechnical reports, environmental reports, building drawings, official plans, zoning bylaw amendments, everything that they've done with the site. Okay. And then we ask them to bid by a certain date. All right. We say, now that you've seen all the information and you guys have all this stuff, you know, you've got 30 days to give us a bid. Right. We're calling a bid on pick a day, you know, April 29th. Right. We're having bids. And, and that's how we were selling okay, most cool. of these sites. A data room. So it, yeah. it's okay. So essentially you'd build out like almost a website and on that website. You know, it's, it's in our data room. So it's, okay. it's like a website catered to that property and wow. we have all the files in there. Yeah, so yeah, as yeah, a, yeah. as a builder developer, you need to know all the information you need course, to know yeah. before you make an asserted and a, or a, a reasonably good offer. How are you going to get to that point? We want to give you the information first before you get to that point. So right. we don't want you to tie us up and then go do your due diligence. We'd rather you do your due diligence and then tie us up. Right. Right. Yeah. Right? yeah very cool. So do, do you, do you work with these groups on a regular basis? Like those are, those are the big boys, right? Those are the big boys. Uh, sometimes boys. Nick, we do small yeah. deals, big deals. Yeah. You know, we do what we can get our hands on. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I've been fortunate enough to know a lot of great people and a lot of good names in our industry um, yeah. that, you know, you would, you, I'm sure you would have heard of. Yeah. Um, and we deal with the small guys too. You know, I still have people that for, for 20 years, when I ran my business, my industrial business, I just sold a property for a guy I've been doing business with him for 30 years. I have another guy up here in Maple a family I did, I've done business with that they gave me listings when I was green in the business, 2,000, 5,000, 10,000 square feet. The father still calls me. He goes, no, no, no. I want you to come and do yeah, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. I go, but, yeah. but <laughs> yeah. no, uh, you got to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I go, yeah, I go yeah. because very cool. I understand that, you know, they helped me out when they needed me, yeah. when I needed them, pardon me. Yeah. And now they want me to be there and I'm going to be there. Absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. The you have to reciprocate. That. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and especially that, that, that those relationships that stem back, right. And, and how much respect and loyalty that shows for you. To for sure. Back. For sure. But you know, they're, they're, they were good to me. I needed them. I needed that 5,000 feet. I needed that yeah. little small lease deal or that bigger lease deal or that sale. And yeah. you helped me out at a time that I needed it. And I'm not going to turn my back on you now. I'm not too big for my bridges. If I need to do it, I'm there. That's awesome. Anybody can call me anytime that I've done business with. And if they want me there, I will be there. That's so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That's so cool. Yeah. And, and what is that? What is it? What does it look like next? Like, that's very cool how you made that transition just 10 years ago on, on getting into this new space. Do you see that you're going to go the, the, uh, the distance with this space that you're in now, or is there something new that's around the corner? <laughs> no, I think, I think we're going to keep track of what we're doing. So I, uh, myself and a senior guy in my office run a team of seven people. So my partner, Frank, Frank Protomani and I, we run a team of seven and we have a planner on our team and we have 
junior salespeople, and now actually they're not, some of them are junior anymore, where we're trying to run tranches of a business. So we're still going to do industrial business, but we're going to do it with one of the younger kids. We're still going to do um, leasing. We're going to do it with one of the younger kids. And so we're, we're patching out the different lines of business we want. So mm-hmm. right now we have one of our sales associates that's doing um, street front retail, let's say Midtown. Those are all development sites anyway, really. They mm-hmm. all become development sites when you're in the city, but they're doing street front retail, apartments on top, street, you know, a couple of retail stores on the bottom. What's it worth? What can you sell it for? Do you sell it with the guy next door? Do you create a development opportunity? So we got one phase of that business. We have the other phase, which is our industrial sales and leasing, which we're still maintaining that business. And then we do our land business, whether it be high rise or low rise, that myself and my senior partner mostly look after but we just brought on a young fellow his name is um jordan earls to help us put together um a path to how to get some of these deals done so we have him calling certain areas that we want to get into we want to break into the market and we want to do low-rise deals because i think low-rise is a very good asset class to be selling today i don't think the high-rise land sales is the right place to be today it's very hard to underwrite it okay but i think low rise is still something good that the developers want and so if you can find a good piece chase a good piece there's good deals to be had so i think i'm gonna stick with that for now it's been right. pretty good i mean but let me be very honest with you like i hate working I just want you to know that. It's not like I want to go to work every day. It's just my dad didn't own a farm in Vaughn from 50 years ago that we could cash out for 100 million bucks that I could sit on a beach. But otherwise, I don't want to work. Let's be clear. Well, you do a very good job hiding that. <laughs> yeah. right? Based on your success and your knowledge and how long you've been doing it for. So, I say to my kids yeah. all the time, you're going to wake up every morning and go to work no matter what. Because yeah. I don't have the ability to keep you at home. I can't fund your lifestyle. You yeah. have to get up and go to work every day. Yeah. You might as well be the best that you can be and yeah. figure out what you want to do. And yeah. if you want to be, if you want to work at Tim Hortons or you want to stamp parts in a metal shop and that makes you happy, do it. Just do the best that you can. Yeah. But if you got to get up anyway, figure out how you might be able to do a little bit more. Yeah. Because it doesn't take that much. You just yeah. got to put a little effort and you got to put a little thought behind it. Yeah. Very you know? said. Yeah. That's the way it is. Very, very cool. And since you hate what you do. <laughs> I hate work. <laughs> so you hate work. When, when, when's that when you throw it in the towel? When's the big retirement? You know, that's you very want? funny because my brother had me out to Anguilla with uh, my wife and kids this December and uh, for two and a half weeks. And I haven't really taken a two-week vacation almost since our anniversary since our since our wedding anniversary year one like my honeymoon was almost the last time i've been away for two weeks although i did go to italy 50 at our 50th which was our 25th anniversary we went away for 13 days but that was the only other time really that i've been away that long so we're on the beach and i'm in december middle of december and i'm there for two weeks now and i'm looking around and i'm like shit i could get used to this man this is pretty good. Yeah, yeah eating, yeah, yeah. drinking, partying every day on a beach, <laughs> relaxing, sleeping in. It was it was great, yeah, but yeah. I don't think I could. I don't think I'm ready for that yet. Okay. I, I think I'd like to see me maybe do that transition around sixty if I could. Okay. 
Um, but I have three young girls that, you know, when they're, when they're not filming in Hollywood, the Kardashian <laughs> show, they come and film it at my house. So there's, right, right. there's lots of work that still needs to be done because there's lots of bills to still be paid. Right, so right, I'll be right. doing this for a while yet. Very cool. Very yeah. Cool. That's awesome. So nice. And, uh, in, in regards to you coaching, going back to, uh, the, the Vic situation, right? Like the coaching on, on the business end and, and the operations end. And like, is there a lot of that, that happens like that she comes to you for help or Hey pops, like, you know, uh, can you, can I think Victoria, yeah, has come to me to value my opinion or let me know where she's been in the loop or what she thinks. Yeah. Um, and has run it both but by, by her mom and I, I think right. she's come to the both of us to say, you know, this is a situation I'm with Farah, you know, and, you know, I'm doing this and, uh, you know, I want to get this going. How do I do this? And we've kind of coached her a little bit. I'll say yeah. for the most part, she's done it on her own. Wow. She really has. Yeah. I don't know if anything that we've told her has really influenced her in making the decision at work that's helped right. her get to where she gets. Right, right. right. That I don't know. But, yeah, yeah. Um, but we certainly... With all of them, you know, I tell Eva, my oldest one, the same thing, you know, is, is, is yeah. the coaching behind it and how do you do more and how do you do better within the time frame that you have? Right. How can right, you right. get to a part, you know, a place in your life that you feel content? And if you do, like I said, Nick, if you feel content working at Tim's or being under a punch press, punching parts, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Some, some, everybody has to do something. Yes. What do you want to do? Do you want to do more? You grew up in a house that had the ability for you to do more. Right. I, I think I've done a little bit more than just a normal. I know if I was punching parts, I wouldn't be the place I am today. Right. right. And I'm not bashing anybody for doing that. Right. I just wanted more out of life. Yes. You do. Then you got to figure out how to do it differently. If you don't go do this, that's right. okay. Yeah. Yeah, beautifully said. So yeah. nice. So yeah, in, in regards to commission structures, how does that look like in comparison to the residential market? And when you're when you're looking at these transactions, we were talking a little earlier about a hundred and thirty million dollar transaction. What like is is there bargaining that the buyers or the sellers try to do with you? Does that happen as often as it does in the residential? Well, piece? So like, the yeah. the residential guys are the smartest guys because they go in and they say it's five points, take it or leave it. What are right. you doing beating me up? You don't beat me up. It's five points and that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't do that. Right. We de I wish I was getting five points on a $130 million deal. Let me put it to you that way. It doesn't work that way. Right. The higher the scale value of the deal, the yeah. lower the fee percentage is. Right. And sometimes you're doing stuff for flat fees. Sometimes right. there is a million dollar commission, mm -hmm. but that commission might be on a $300 million, a $300 million sale, hmm. for example. Right. Right? Right. That's not a point. Okay. It's a... Yep. like a third of a point yeah right yep. half a point okay at, at, at a million and a half so it really depends our fees typically don't get past that kind of number okay um and then you're everywhere in between so, so you kind of cap out at a million bucks pretty much a million a million and a half if it's a really big deal and, okay. then, you, and then you're capped it's very hard to get more than that right, right. i i sold a 25 million dollar property a couple of years back to a great great client of mine i was on that deal by myself I made more money on that deal than I made selling a $130 million deal with my Check partners. That out, eh? Wow. Yeah. So that can tell you the difference in spreads, but you know, you're typically your range is anywhere from anywhere from one to 3%, depending on the asset class and depending right. on the value of the property. Okay. And, and, and a lot of times in commercial real estate, we're not, we're not sharing our fee with another broker. So we're not cooperating. 
Right. Right. Because we have an exclusive listing on an asset. I know all the builders and developers. You own something. I'll take it to them. I don't need anybody else to take it to them. Right. And most of those guys want to deal with me directly if I have the listing because they want to deal with the, they want it from the horse's mouth. Mm. Right. They don't want yeah. a middleman. And all the developers have their own acquisition departments anyway. And they have their own guys that buy and sell for them. Right. So they don't need another broker. So the fee scale is down. We never really get 5%, but we're not sharing 5% with another broker either. Right. Right. So we're right. doing one to three, depending on the size value of that deal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. That's yeah. Awesome. And we, with us at yeah. CB, we're splitting like all the big houses typically take 50% of the fee. Mm -hmm. So if I generate a million dollar um, commission, on a deal, yeah. CB gets 500,000. Okay, okay. Me and my team get the other 500,000. Right. So right. there's a big difference. The res guys get a fee, they keep 95% of it, 100%, 95.5, 90.10. Yeah, 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 I yeah. hear some numbers, my God. Yeah. It's incredible, that, right? And that's why we didn't take on that, that motto at Spark, because I was like, those margins are so razor thin. And then you're very reliant on, on the agents that are working with you, and they can, if they, if they take off and bring a few people with them, it's like, yeah. you lose those volumes, right? Yep. So, yeah. Well, I never, yeah, wild. Yeah, it is. Wild. CB gives yeah. us a lot, right? Our yeah, company yeah, gives yeah. us a lot. You know, yeah. everything's paid for, signage, long distance, this, that. You know, you take a client for a, a fancy dinner, you get CB to, I'll write it off with CB because that was a, a you know, a, a dinner we had with somebody that bought something. And like, yeah. they do a lot. They do a lot for us too. Right. Very cool. And they've got yeah. a great name. It's the number one commercial real estate company in the world. I, if I'm not mistaken, CB is bigger than it's two second and third position guys combined wow so whoever's in second and third would not still be not as big as CBR. <sighs> holy smokes yeah they've done a good job wow that's very cool and private privately owned uh it was public it used to be used to be public but now it's private yeah private. out of the u.s wow. had offices in the u.s that's awesome man very yeah cool yeah and the executive vice president yeah don't <laughs> tell my wife <laughs> all right all right so that was an that it was an absolute pleasure sitting down with you today thank you very very much for your time i'm sure the executive vice president of cbre has uh, a lot going on so feel honored and uh yeah took in a lot of amazing information i'm sure our audience is, is going to really enjoy this and tell them where they could find uh find out a little bit more about you or what you're doing and sure uh, absolutely yeah. Um, pat.vle at cbre.com. Uh, you guys can email me anytime. If you do go on this CBRE, um, if you Google CBRE and you go on the site, you'll be able to find our offices. You'll be able to find my name and number, um, which I can give to you anyway, but you'll find it there. And if anybody has any questions or any interest in wanting to know a little bit more, by all means, please reach out. Uh, again, pat.vle at cbre.com. Thank you. And thank you everyone for tuning in for another episode of What Would It Cost? Uh, please don't forget to hit the subscribe button, the like button. That's how we keep this moving. And uh, yes, thank you again. See you next week. Wait, Nick, I just want to say thank you. It's been a pleasure and an honor meeting you guys and sitting down with you and having a conversation like this. This isn't something I normally do, but I want you to know I really enjoyed myself. Thank you very thank much. Thank you very man. much.